Let's get our next guest online. Jamie Cox has been appointed as MCC Assistant Secretary. That's Cricket and Operations. And he replaces a gentleman by the name of John Stevenson, who is leaving the MCC after 17 years at Lords. And, of course, we're talking about the Marleybone Cricket Club. Jamie, first of all, welcome to the show and congratulations. G'day, Tim. Lovely to join you. Uh, yeah, thanks very much. This is big. When was, the, when was the last time an Australian took a role of such significance in world cricket, especially at the home of cricket, Lords? Yeah, well, there is. Actually, funny you should say that. There is a bit of history. Um, so Keith Bradshaw, uh, you know, CEO at the South Australian Cricket. Uh, Keith was formerly the CEO of the MCC, going back a while, and Tony Dottomate, who I think was CEO over at the Wacker uh, for a period of time before yep. becoming CEO of Victorian Cricket. Uh, Dotty, I think, might have been in the same role that I'm about to undertake uh, before John Stevenson all those years ago, So, or, or wow. a similar role anyway. So there, there is a bit of Australian history over there, and uh, they're big shoes to fill. What is the role exactly? Tell tell our listeners exactly what is the role because I'm looking. I've, I've tried to get my head around the various parts of it, the various elements of it. A lot to do with yep. the spirit of cricket, isn't it? It's and the, and the rules of the game. It's not almost it, when you see the word cricket and operations, you think about you know fixtures and 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 the like. But it runs a bit deeper than that. It runs to the core of the game. Yeah, it does. Um, it, it is complex. I'll give you a very quick snapshot. <laughs> so, so effectively, Tim, the MCC uh, are the guardians of the rules of the, of the laws of the game and the spirit of cricket. So, in effect, uh, that is one of the duties. Uh, the other major part of the role is that, of course, the major asset of the MCC is Lord's Cricket Ground. They own the ground and therefore um, well, look after the ground. So, my role is dual uh, is to oversee the MCC cricket program. Uh, the MCC are the most active cricket club in the world. They play over 500 games of cricket every year um, at all sorts of levels and across all countries with a major brief to grow the game uh, and, and to grow the spirit of the game in particular. In addition to that, as the custodians and the owners of the ground at Lords, the other part of my role is to oversee the operations of Lords, which... Uh, is also exciting to you know, for those who've been lucky enough to visit the ground. It's an incredible venue. Um, it's it's got some real magic around Lords, um, and therefore, yeah. So so the, the second half of the job is to is to make sure that events at Lords run smoothly, which is you know equally exciting as overseeing the cricket program. So plenty to do, um, and looking forward to getting started. It's been around a long time, uh, the MCC and Lords. Some would say if it's not broke, no need to fix it. Are there parts that you look at and go, no, it needs uh, needs fixing? Uh, probably one of the keys, I think, with the MCC is because they're so historical, um, they need to maintain relevance. And they're always going to need to... You know, when you think of you know, cricket tragics like myself, Goss, would walk <laughs> into Lords and immediately you feel the history. But history alone doesn't run a great venue you know they've got to become very modern in their own way and service their members and and run great events uh, so that in itself is uh, is is a significant part of it but in addition um you know the cricket program so the mcc going back let's say 20 or 30 years effectively they were england cricket they were english cricket and in those days you and i our vintage will remember English touring teams touring yeah. as the MCC. They used yeah. to arrive in the egg and bacon colours and uh, and play 
as the MCC. Now, what has happened, in effect, is that about that time, um, the ECB got created and took over the rights to the English game, if you like, or to, to run the England team, um, with the MCC maintaining uh, its own assets, being you know the laws and spirit of the game, the ground, and, of course, they own the Ashes as well, which is another interesting little twist. So it's... It is quite unique. Part of my challenge is going to be understanding where it fits inside the ecosystem in, in England but and the world cricket world game for that matter, but also designing relevance and ensuring that it has its own niche and still playing a significant role in the future of the game. Jamie Cox, our guest, recently appointed as the MCC Assistant Secretary of Cricket and Operations, uh, of course, at Lords. Been around cricket for a long time. Been around football as you're in an administrative role as well. And more recently, of course, at the St Kilda Football Club. Um, as an Australian, a dyed-in-the-wool uh, Tasmanian, and you did play English county cricket for Somerset, of course. Do you go in as an Australian who's still, wet, you know, still a fan of the baggy green, or do you have to cross to the dark side? <laughs> No, you don't. I mean, you go in as a fan of the game, and that's one of the real attractions of this role, Tim. It's, you know, the major brief of the MCC is to grow the game, is mm. to uh, and grow and protect the game. And that's something which is very dear to me. You know, I'll, I'll no doubt have a lot of conversations and I'll, I'll share a venue, basically, with the ECB. So, you know, you, you can't deny there's going to be a close alignment with the English game, but, you know, you'll never, ever change my Australian ways, Tim. It's, um, you know, they'll, they'll be interesting contests. I think the next, next Ashes over there is 2023. So uh, it'll already have a circle around the calendar. Uh, that'll be a a good fun moment to hopefully be at Lords and, and hosting an Australian Ashes series uh, in about 18 months' time. You talk about the Australian way and being a, a dyed-in-the-wool Australian and a rusted-on Aussie. Um, you would, like many of us, have been concerned with the way our cricket team was performing and going, uh, not just in regards to runs and wickets and catches, but probably their actions. And obviously that, that was typified by what took place in South Africa. Have you been pleased with the way they've tried to recalibrate themselves under Justin Langer and Tim Payne? And I was interested to read that you think the, the template of good sportsmanship and success and renewed success and uh, a surge in um, quality is that of New Zealand? I have said, I think, in the press release, Tim, I'm an unashamed fan of the New Zealand game and the way that they approach it and the way that they've certainly played their cricket over the past decade, let's say. And I think there is room for discussion around how the cricket is played at the international level particularly because, you know, cricket... Um, you know there is a preamble in the in the laws of the game which which addresses the spirit and that cricket should be a game that's not only played within its laws but within the spirit of the game and this is challenged quite consistently and I reckon there has been an agitation around the international game that we just need to consider and and see whether it's how we want the game to be played i you know going back to your initial question i look i couldn't think of two better men to be in charge of the rebuild, I guess, in Tim Payne, who I've known for most of my journey in the game, uh, and Justin, who, you know, we were adversaries for a lot of years, but have shared some great moments in retirement. And I've got a lot of faith in both those men that they'll do what's right. You know, they'll, they'll certainly look to repair um, the reputation, but probably also understand that 
what happened in South Africa, sadly, is always going to be sitting in the background. So this is not just a this is not just a crusade. They're always going to have to keep their eye on the ball, so to speak, um, and make sure that you know Australian cricket is standing up uh, for what's right and, and playing the game in the right spirit. Which doesn't mean you can't play it aggressively and tough, Tim, but um, there's a line that can't be crossed. 100%. Jamie, last one before we let you go. I've got news bearing down on us. Do you get one of those funky ties and you're allowed to wear it? <laughs> the egg and bacon is the colour of the MCC, Tim. So, yeah, no, undoubtedly I'll be uh, adorning that at some stage, proudly, for sure. Do you get the funky jacket too? I've seen a few jackets too. Not sure it'll go that far. Not sure how <laughs> far that tracks, but um, I'll certainly be donning the tie proudly. Uh, nice work. Hey, Coxie, uh, you worked at St Kilda, but you, of course you were on Essendon's list, but you didn't play a game. Who do you barrack for in footy before we let you go? Well, I've always been a bulldog. Um, have oh. definite affinity for the Saints. Having you, know, you can't work inside a, a football club without you know, beginning quite close to the operation and, and, and trying to get on board. So I sort of share my allegiance, um, yeah. and I'll continue to do so. It's nice, nice to see the doggies going well, but uh, I'll also have half a... half an eye on the Saints to make sure they can get get done what they need to get done. Good on you, mate. Congratulations on your appointment. You take it up uh, in the start of September. Uh, Let's hope it's a safe move over there. looks like uh, England are getting things back on track, going a little bit better with their vaccination process than we are here in Australia. Thanks for your time. Yeah, Yeah. Thanks, Tim. Good to chat.